0: How do the Buffalo Bills measure up against their rivals in the AFC East? Well, we compared the offenses yesterday. Today, we focus on the defenses in the division. Today, on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills. Your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Lockdown Bills. want to thank you for making Lockdown Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are, those of you who never miss a single episode. I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, folks, welcome back. I hope that you listened to yesterday's episode where I went through and I compared the bills against the AFC East when it comes to the offensive positions. Today, we're doing the same thing, but we're focusing in on the defense. And so just to remind you of the methodology, each team. I graded each unit or position group within the unit, edge, defenders, interior defensive line, linebackers, corners, and safeties, and I graded them on a scale of one to five. Five is is it's an elite group. They've got top tier starters, quality depth. Uh, number four, if they get a grade of a four, it's a score of excellent. They have quality starters and good depth. If they get a three, it's perfectly average, average starters and okay depth. If they get a two, it's a below average position group, in my opinion. Their starters are below average and their depth is poor. And then one, that means it's simply not good enough in terms of starters and depth to measure up against what you would expect from an NFL position group. And so today we focus on the defensive side of the football. And we got to start with the front. We got to start with the defensive line. First up is the edge defenders. For the Bills, the core. Of edge defenders, Von Miller, obviously coming off of an ACL tear, but we saw what he was able to do uh, before he got hurt last year. Greg Rousseau, who had a really good second season, and I'm sure he's going to take another step in year three and really cement himself as a fixture and a pillar for this defense. Leonard Floyd, a great addition to this pass rush over nine sacks, at least nine sacks in each of the last three seasons. And then AJ Epinesa, who um, had six and a half sacks last year in his third season, a contract year for him. And, um, you know, it's it's a really solid top four, not to mention some of the other depth in Boogie Basham and Shane Ray. There's a lot to like here for the Bills. Um, just think about it like this. A.J. Epinesa, the fourth defensive end, had six and a half sacks. Uh, Miller, Rousseau, and Floyd all had above eight last year. Uh, so, I'm excited about this group. I think it's really well constructed. Leonard Floyd is absolutely the cherry on top. I give this a grade of a 4.25. For the Miami Dolphins, another really good group here uh, when it comes to edge defenders, Jalen Phillips, one of their recent first round picks. He has really taken a big step uh, from year one to year two, and he's unbelievably physically talented. You know, he could be a guy that pushes for. 12, 13, 15 sacks this year. He's really, really dynamic and talented, and I'm sure Vic Fangio is very excited about him being part of this defense. They traded a first-round pick and extended a big contract for Bradley Chubb to come over from the Denver Broncos. He's had his share of injury issues, but you know when he's healthy, he's an above-average player when it comes to rushing the passer and defending the run, offers some versatility. Emmanuel Agba coming back off of an injury. Uh, he's still part of this mix, and if he's healthy, he's at least a sufficient starter that is capable of having some really good games. And then Andrew Van Ginkel, who's a high-effort player, has some versatility. If you use him as an attack player, downhill, off the edge, you know, unbelievable motor, makes his share of plays just on effort alone, a really nice fourth edge. And then Malik Reid's like their fifth guy who has experience with Fangio and is very athletic himself. I think this is a deep and talented group across the board. I'm giving it a 4.25 as well. The Jets, um, they've got some depth here. I don't know that they have any like big, proven commodities. Uh, John Franklin Myers is one of their lead guys, a, a really rock-solid base, and he's not overly dynamic, but a very functional player, very technically sound, good power at the point of attack, um, uh, just a disciplined player that's really a quality guy, not necessarily a, a super dynamic or, or overly productive player. Carl Lawson, who, whenever he's healthy, seems to be very disruptive. And, um, you know, he'll look to be healthy this year and and add to that defense. And then a couple of recent first-round picks. Uh, Jermaine Johnson from uh, 2022, who I think has a really bright future in the NFL, and I'm sure he'll build off of his rookie season and and command a bigger role and make more of an impact this coming year. And then Will McDonald, who they picked uh, with their first-round pick this year, top 15 selection. And I'm sure they have high hopes for what he can mean for their defense. So uh, solid across the board, uh, a lot of good depth here. You know, I didn't even get into Josh Huff or is it Josh Huff? Bryce Huff, excuse me, um, who, you know, has been a flashy player as well. So there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of quality here. Maybe not any big names in terms of, you know, proven track record of consistent production I mean maybe Carl Lawson to an extent but there's been a lot of injuries there I give this a 3.75 for the Jets the New England Patriots this is a position of strength for them Matthew Judon who had a terrific season last year for them has really settled into that defense and become one of their premier players overall Josh Uche who we learned all about last year with his speed his flexibility off the edge really bursty Uh, A big-time pass rush upside that we saw really come together last season, and I'm sure he's looking to build off of that. Dietrich Wise is a rock-solid five-technique Patriots-type player that they always seem to have. Good extension skills, good power, good length. Um, I think he's very much kind of in their mold. And then they took uh, on day two this past year Keon White out of Georgia Tech who's got some premier athleticism to him. Uh, I like this group, um, especially that top three of Judon Uche, and Dietrich Wise I gave that a 4.25. So across the board here really strong scores for the edge rushers in the division, which is somewhat concerning given the conversation we had yesterday about all the right tackles and the question marks that existed literally for all four teams and so uh they got some big challenges in those divisional games this year. So we had it Bills, Dolphins, Patriots all at a 4.25, the Jets at a 3.75. Let's move on to the interior defensive line. The Bills Uh, Ed Oliver now handsomely paid and extended Daquan Jones, who was such a great addition to this football team last year, what he did to stabilize the nose tackle position and really control the A gaps. And I, I think there's no greater example of the impact of Daquan Jones than how Tremaine Edmonds played, right? Really just had his best season, no doubt about it. And you finally see him play behind uh, a nose tackle like Daquan Jones, and you can understand why he played his best football. Puna Ford, another high-quality A-gap defender that has some versatility um, that I think is going to really make this defense overall just a lot more stout in the middle. And then you have nice depth players in Jordan Phillips and Tim Settle. I think this is a real high-quality group across the board. I give it a four the dolphins uh, another couple of rock solid players here christian wilkins i know that uh, he's not uh, loved by bills mafia he is loved by the dolphins fans and you know he's emerged as one of the premier run defending defensive linemen in the nfl his ability to lock peak and shed blocks is really really outstanding a big energy guy one of the foundational cornerstones of of their operation in terms of a um, high character guy for that operation and uh, just a big time leader, a lot of energy from him. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he'll get extended very soon and, you know, push for $20 million a season. His complimentary guy is Zach Sealer, who's really good as well. Um, he's another really high quality run defender. I think the Dolphins were top five in run defense last year. And you could look no further than Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer and understand exactly why. That's the case. Those guys really control their gaps, can make some plays behind the line of scrimmage, and uh, play with a lot of energy. Now, after that, I would say there's question marks. You know, Raquan Davis has really failed to um, emerge and really take steps to stabilize um, that nose tackle position. Um, and so, you know, kind of a big season for him. And then Josiah Bronson, who's, you know, a depth guy that doesn't really move the needle, but. You look at Wilkins and sealer and uh, you realize that they got a couple of dudes on that defensive line uh, when it comes to the interior. So I give this a 4.25, the jets, um, Quinn and Williams best defensive tackle in the division. I don't think it's particularly close. Uh, really, really disruptive player can defend the run really high impact pass rusher young. I mean, he is going to be a cornerstone for them for a long time to come. And, um, You know, he'll get paid, I'm sure, about $25 million a season when his extension gets done. Then they have some nice depth uh, to go with him. Quentin Jefferson, former Buffalo Bill. If you don't ask him to play nose tackle, he's pretty doggone good. Um, I think he'll step in quite well for Sheldon Rankins, who left in free agency. Al Woods was also signed. He's a rock-solid nose tackle, run defender. Uh, He can really hold his ground. And then Solomon Thomas, uh, kind of a – a three technique that has some penetration ability, never quite met uh, the hype of his pre-draft status that led to him being a a top five draft pick, but he's a serviceable depth player, especially as your fourth guy on the interior. But this is all about Quinn Williams and him being the best defensive tackle in the entire division. I think that you could want a little bit more from the rest of the group, but his presence is game changing. So I give this a 4.25. Then we get to the New England Patriots. Devon Godchow, uh, just a very ordinary nose tackle uh, that they seem to really like. Christian Barmore, who I think has a really high ceiling, got injured last year, but his penetration ability, his pass rush is really good. He's been a problem for the Bills, and um, he's a young developing player that I think could be a big-time disruptive force for them if he can stay healthy and kind of take that next step. Good depth player in Lawrence Guy is a, you know just a very consistent uh, hold his ground, anchor, can play some multiple spots, a really good depth player. And then uh, Daniel Equally, who's you know, a replacement level backup type guy. But um, solid there with Godchow, Barmore, and Guy. Uh, I don't think any one of those three is like an impact starter. Barmore can be, but he's been injured. I gave this a three. So defensive tackle, uh, 4.25 for the Dolphins and Jets. The Bills come in at a four, and the Patriots come in out of three. All right, in just a moment, we're going to shift our attention to the linebackers and the cornerbacks in the division. But first, I need to tell you about FanDuel. Make your way over to FanDuel because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And I love betting over at FanDuel. They have great promotions every single day. It's a safe, secure, and easy-to-use app. You get paid instantly, and the football's futures bets are where it's at right now, whether you want to bet on win totals over under-projected win totals for each team, uh, futures in terms of uh, the awards and some of the leading candidates there. You can get in on player props for passing stats, rushing stats, receiving stats. You can even bet on week one odds right now. So check it out. There's simply no better place to get in on the sports action, then America's number one sports book. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get that no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, let's shift our attention now to linebackers and cornerbacks. Linebacker for the Bills, Matt Moano, who I think is very clearly the best linebacker in the division. And then. Who knows, right? Who knows who the running mate's going to be at inside linebacker, whether it's Terrell Bernard, Tyrell Dotson, Bale Spector, A.J. Klein, Dorian Williams. Who knows? They got some upside there in, in Bernard, and Williams has recent third-round picks that are very athletic, uh, but a lot to learn about whoever Matt Milano's running mate is going to be. I think the most interesting thing that I can say to inspire some encouragement about whoever's going to play next to Matt Milano is that they didn't go out and do anything aggressive to find an answer, right? They didn't go pay a free agent. They didn't draft anybody particularly high. You know, I think that they really look at Dotson or Bernard as the guy that they're feeling comfortable to step in. And it's an important year for the Bills. It's an important year for Sean McDermott as he takes over as the play caller and um, big shoes to fill there in Tremaine Edmonds, but they didn't get overly panicky about it. And I think that says that they have a level of comfort in the options that do exist, but you got to, you know, like I said, the best linebacker in the division, one of the best linebackers in the league and Matt Milano. And then, you know, who knows, but I do think that Milano's presence as half of this duo says a lot. And so that's going to get it to the, f- a floor grade of a three. Uh, but obviously we'll see what happens next to him. The Miami dolphins, Jerome Baker, long-term fixture there for, for them on the second level. I think he's a sufficient starter. Don't really look at him as an impact playmaker, but A very serviceable starter for them that has a lot of experience. And then David Long, who was a a really nice pickup for them in free agency coming over from the Tennessee Titans. Good player in space, good downhill player. Injuries have been kind of an issue for David Long, but when he's on the field, you can sense his presence, and I think he has a chance to be an impact starter for them. I think this is a solid group. I give it a three and a half. The New York Jets, C.J. Mosley, um, who has stabilized after a rough start with the Jets uh, due to injuries. Uh, but played well last year uh, as this entire defense did. And then they really found a nice running mate for him in Quincy Williams, who's extremely athletic that, you know, he's their Matt Milano type matchup player and uh, he's, he's played very well for them. Um, I still think he's young and developing. I think that CJ Mosley is aging, but still solid. Maybe not uh, the impact guy that we saw with the Ravens. I gave this a three and a half. I, I think it's pretty comparable to what the jets have. Then you get the new England Patriots and, I don't love this linebacker core. Juwan Bentley, Jelani Tavai. I'll say this. It's the type of linebackers that they like, but they are just not for me. Just big, burly, downhill guys, limited range, not very uh, good in coverage, have some gap shooting ability, but these are plugs. These are throwback type players that kind of fit the way that they want to play defense. They're going to play a lot of three safety looks and you know, compensate for what they don't have athletically with safeties that they'll play kind of closer to the action down in the box. But, you know, I think those are a couple of limited players that, um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't live in a world where those are my two starting linebackers. Uh, so it is absolutely not for me. I give it a 2.25 at corner. Oh, excuse me. Linebacker to recap. I have the Jets and dolphins at a three and a half, the bills at a three and the Patriots at a 2.25. Now let's get to cornerback, and this is a division with a lot of good talent at the cornerback position. For the Buffalo Bills, Tredavious White, who um, you know we know what he's capable of in the NFL. We're very excited to see him come back this year fully healthy, further removed from that ACL tear, and kind of get back to that elite caliber corner that we enjoyed for so many years prior to the ACL injury. Taron Johnson, one of the, the premier slot corners, nickel defenders in the entire NFL. The bills put so much on his plate uh, in terms of run defense, uh, blitzing, coverage. They funnel a lot of throws to him, uh, and he really responds well. And then you have kind of an unsettled c b two position, but it's because they have three good players in Kyre Elam, Dane Jackson, and Christian Benford. Uh, that you, I mean, I feel comfortable with any one of them starting. I know that Kyer Elam's the first round pick, has the highest ceiling. Like I'm interested in all of that, but I think that they have just good players that you would feel comfortable with starting. I mean, the Bills last year, Week One started Dane Jackson and Christian Benford, and neither one of them were a liability, and they were without Tredavious White until Thanksgiving, and you know the pass defense was really strong, so. Um, I'm pretty comfortable with these options. I think it's a rock solid group. You know, Trey White still needs to show us that he's Trey White again. Um, and if he did that already, I'd score this a little bit higher. But for now, I'll give it a 3.75. But this can be well into the fours uh, if Trey White uh, is fully back. Miami Dolphins, uh, they made a big addition to their cornerback room, and Jalen Ramsey trading for him uh, coming over from the Rams, still a high level player in the national football league. And I think they're going to get very versatile with him. And um, they got a lot of depth at corner this year. And I think that's going to allow them to move him around, play him in the slot some, maybe play him a little bit as as a safety as well. And uh, you know, he's, he's one of the premier players in the league at the cornerback position. Xavier Howard um, didn't have his best season last year. I know he played through a bunch of injuries um, and gave up quite a bit, but we know what he's capable of when he's healthy. He's a ball hawk, big play machine And I think the overall stabilization of the Dolphins defense with Vic Fangio taking over as the coordinator with a lot of talent, really at every position, Xavier Howard is prime for a bounce back season. Uh, Cater uh, Kohu, um, man, what a find he was, an undrafted player out of Texas A&M Kingsville, came in and played the slot for them really well, played some outside corner really well, physical, aggressive player that Nobody expected anything from last year, and he came in and <clears throat> excuse me, just absolutely provided a defense that was desperate for an answer with an answer, and I'm sure that they're excited to build around him moving forward, and then they drafted Cam Smith in the second round. Uh, really nice player out of South Carolina. I had a, a high grade on him. I'm, I'm a big fan of Cam Smith, and so it's kind of the cherry on top with this group, not to mention Nick Needham coming back uh, from injury. They've got some quality special teamers as well just a a quality position group here for the Dolphins. I give it a four and a half. The Jets, Sauce Gardner, defensive rookie of the year, big time talent, Um, you know, really turned heads last year with how how he played, didn't really give up much at all. A lot of length, a lot of physicality, a lot of confidence. You know, one of the things about uh, premier athletes that are high performers is is one thing they all have in common is confidence and you don't sense that Sauce Gardner is lacking any of that. Uh, looks like he's going to be a premier corner in the NFL for a long, long time. DJ Reed came over from Seattle and really entrenched himself as the CB2 there. And he's a solid starter. Michael Carter's a really good slot player for them. Got some nice depth players in Brandon Eccles and Bryce Hall. It's a really good group for the Jets. I gave it a four and a half. The Patriots, um, I think they're going to really enjoy their first round pick. Christian Gonzalez Out of Oregon, I thought he was one of the top 10 best players in the draft. I think they got him at like 18. Uh, Really, really high-quality pick for them that is important, right? I think the Patriots' defense, as we've learned throughout the years, is always at its best when they have that true number one guy, whether it's been J.C. Jackson or it's been uh, Stephon Gilmore or Darrell Rivas, right? Like when they have that guy, their defense is at its best. And I think Christian Gonzalez has all the physical upside to be the bump and run man coverage player that they tend to like in their top corner. And then his presence allows Jonathan Jones to have better matchups. And I think he's a really nice player, just had a lot on his plate as their number one guy and what they ask these corners to do. I think now with Christian Gonzalez in the fray, you know, he'll be able to, to play a little bit better than we saw last year, Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, kind of the other key players in this, cornerback room young guys rookies last year both flashed marcus jones giving them a lot of special teams ability jack jones some inside outside versatility you know all these guys have some man coverage appeal which we know the patriots want to utilize you know we still have a lot to learn about gonzalez jones and jones well i guess they have they have three guys with the last name jones so jack jones marcus jones second year players that didn't necessarily play a ton of snaps And then Christian Gonzalez is a rookie. we got to learn what he is. The only thing that you actually know what you have is Jonathan Jones. Um, So there's a lot that needs to come together here, but I think that they do have some good talent. I give it a 3.25. So when it comes to corners, Jets and Dolphins at a 4.5, Bills at a 3.75, and the New England Patriots at a 3.25. All right, folks, we're going to talk safeties and then the overall scores for the defense and then the overall scores overall. When it comes to all the position groups, we'll be right back to cover all of that. All right, folks, we're going to tie a ribbon on this conversation here. But first, I would like to invite you to join the Locked On subtext community, something uh, relatively new that we're offering. There's a link if you want to join in the show notes for today. So if you're on YouTube or wherever, or wherever you're listening to this podcast, click on the show notes and you'll see a link to join the Locked On subtext community. Here's what you get. You get one-on-one text conversations with me, which is absolutely my favorite part, going back and forth, texting with Bills fans, uh, getting to know you guys more, uh, sharing more of myself with you, hearing stories about your you know, stadium experiences, favorite players, questions about the team right now, bouncing ideas back and forth. It's awesome. Love that part. You also get herd mentality priority. You have some exclusive content. I'll give you regular Bills musings text. You get my first reaction to all major Bills news. We've done a giveaway already. So check it out. Again, the Locked on Bills subtext community, a link to join in the show notes for today. And again, nothing changes with the normal delivery of the podcast. It's just an extra layer of engagement for those who might want it. And I'll tell you what, we're having a lot of fun. All right, let's talk about the safeties across the AFC East and another position group where there's just a lot of strength, a lot of good players across the entire division. The Bills, obviously, I mean, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, what more do I need to say? Taylor Rapp, uh, starting caliber players, the third safety. Then you have DeMar Hamlin and Dean Marlowe after that. I mean, this is a loaded safety group. I gave it a five. I think this is exactly what you're looking for two elite starters. And a backup or a third guy that you look at as a starter that you have no concern having to step in and play. It's a five. The Miami Dolphins, uh, Javon Holland, what an exciting young player he is. Uh do everything guy, can play in the high post, man coverage. He tackles. he can you know take away the football, has some punt return ability, plays with a lot of energy. Um, I hate to admit it, but he's one of my favorite players, favorite young players in the league right now. and Javon Holland, I think he's an absolute superstar. They're getting Brandon Jones back from injury, the uh, younger player out of Texas, physical. I uh, can play him down low and you know, can make some tackles and run alleys and trigger. And you love that f- about him, but he's got to bounce back from the ACL injury and we got to see what he is. And then they did make a good signing in Deshaun Elliott, who's been a starter uh, in the league that provides them with some quality depth. Um, Javon Holland is the story here. We need to learn more about Brandon Jones. And then Deshaun Elliott is a third guy, is a good third guy, but. Maybe not a preferred starter. I give this a 3.75, and the influence there is really Javon Holland. The Jets, Jordan Whitehead, uh, one of their key guys back there. I think he's a serviceable starter. Really good run defender, tackles, physical, downhill player, uh, has some athleticism. Adrian Amos uh, came over from the Packers, or, well, he's Packers Bears as well. Uh, But Chuck Clark was going to be one of their starters. He tore his ACL during minicamp he's out for the year. They bring in Adrian Amos, and that's a pretty seamless swap, to be honest with you. I'm not sure there's going to be any drop-off there. And then Ashton Davis, Will Parks is kind of their depth players. Those are fine depth players, but don't think you want either starting. I think Whitehead and Amos are an average pair of starters. You have decent depth. To me, that's a three. Then you have the New England Patriots who love their safeties, and they have four good safeties. Kyle Duggar, the premier name here, young, uh, emerging talent in the NFL. I think. He really put it all together last year and um, has a chance to be a special player for them. I mean, physical, really love how he can trigger from depth, love his range. Um, You know, I think he's going to be an exciting playmaker for them and one of their core guys for a long time. Adrian Phillips, who I think is a very sufficient level starter next to him has some versatility um, not going to hurt you. And then good depth players in Jabril Peppers, who I didn't mind as a player the bills could target as a potential starter, They get him as back as their third safety, good, good special teams player, good sub package player. And Jalen Mills, who's uh, got a lot of versatility and a lot of experience uh, playing multiple spots for them. So uh, Kyle Buggers, the big name here, really good depth. Adrian Phillips is a solid starter. I gave this a four. So the way that the safeties shake out, the bills have a five, the Patriots a four, the dolphins a 3.75 and the jets a three. So, that gets us to the point now where we can reveal the final scores. And again, uh, as I stated at the beginning of yesterday's podcast, each unit is assigned a grade as I've disclosed to you. But within that, um, I do have it weighted towards premium positions and the ones that matter the most. So for defense, the edge rushers, the cornerbacks is really where, um, the grades are very heavily influenced because those are premier positions. So, Um, It's not all equal across the board. It is weighted towards the positions of the most importance. So when you go through it all uh, and you look at this through what percentage of the available points did each team get, again, weighted towards positional value, I have the Bills and the Dolphins both getting 82% of the available points when it comes to defense, the Jets 77% and the Patriots 70%. And so then overall, considering offense and defense, I have the Bills, number one, 79% of the available points, the Dolphins, 77% of the points, the Jets, 75% of the points, and the Patriots, 65% of the points. So obviously, I, I look at this as the Bills are still, in my mind, the best team in this division, but they have really good competition in the form of the Dolphins, And the Jets. And then, you know, I think the Patriots have a high floor as a football team. I don't think they're going to completely bottom out and be like a two, three, four win team. You know, I think that their coaching uh, with Bill Belichick and the style of football that they play gets them to like a floor of like six, seven wins. You know, if they achieve everything, I think they can. I think they're like an eight or a nine win team. Um, But uh, somewhere in that range makes a lot of sense. I don't think they have a super high ceiling, but I don't think they have a super low floor either. But this is important, right? For as much as we talk Bengals and Chiefs and we're going to compare the Bills to the Bengals and Chiefs later in the week. You know, the the easiest way to get to the playoffs in the NFL is by winning your division. If you win your division, you're hosting at least one playoff game. And so while we can talk about the Bengals and Chiefs all day long, the division's still the most important part. And with what's happening in Miami with their infusion of talent and you know what they were able to accomplish in Mike McDaniel's first season, Vic Fangio, now the defensive coordinator, the Jets' defense was very legit last year. Aaron Rodgers now the quarterback, new offensive coordinator there. A lot of people that are familiar with Aaron Rodgers that are in place. And then, you know, the Patriots. I don't expect that much from the Patriots, but they're not a team that you can ever just write off, right? They're still going to be a tough opponent, and they're still going to win six, seven, eight, nine football games. Um, and so it's a it's a really competitive division. Um, and the Bills need to to play good football to win it for a fourth consecutive season and play home games again at Highmark Stadium. And the Dolphins and Jets would love for nothing more than for the Bills to end their run of consecutive AFC East titles at three. And so it should be a a really exciting race this year. And the Bills have really kind of handled their business the last few years uh, with their win record, uh, win loss record in the division, the margins by which they've been able to win the division by. But it's going to be a little bit stiff this year, you know, and I, I wonder how much of this is going to be these teams kind of beating up on each other. I mean, everybody has a tough schedule. You got to play each other. Then everyone's playing the AFC West. Everybody's playing the NFC East. And then, of course, like the Bills have to play the Bengals and Jaguars while the rest of the division doesn't. Right. I mean, the Bills have a really tough path this year. And, um, you know, not unlike the rest of the division, you know, I mean, look at the Patriots, you got to play all those teams, the Jets, Dolphins and bills twice, plus the entire AFC West and NFC East. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a really competitive year, but, you know, obviously I think the bills have all the ingredients in place to win it for a fourth year in a row, but you got to go out there and actually do it. But thought this was a good exercise for us to not only see where the bills measure up, but kind of get caught up with these division rivals and what they have and how they've built their rosters this off season. Tomorrow on the podcast, we're going to have Dr. Kyle Trimble. We're going to talk about the bills from an injury perspective, Von Miller and his return, Dalton Kincaid, Deontay Hardy, Jordan Phillips. You know, I want to ask Kyle what his uh, biggest concerns are injury wise for the football team in 2023. Talk about pup candidates for training camp. So make sure that you don't miss it. Hit that subscribe button. We'd love it if you took a second to rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.